0: Welcome to the Love Lab Podcast, a safe place to get real about sex. Whether you're a man, woman, single, or couple, this is the show for you. We are your hosts, Kevin Anthony and Celine Remy, and we are here to guide you to go from good to amazing in the bedroom and beyond. All right, welcome back to the Love Lab Podcast. This is episode 237, and it is titled, This is What a Real Man Wants in a Woman and How to Find Her. Okay, so today is actually Celine's birthday. It would have been her 40th birthday. It won't be by the time you hear this because this is pre-recorded and it will be a few weeks after, but when I'm recording this, this is actually Celine's birthday. And I was just thinking about her and reflecting on who she was as a person. And, you know, a lot of people know that she worked with a lot of men, but they may not be as aware of the fact that she worked with a lot of women also. And she really worked with women to help them be, obviously, the best woman they could be, but also be more feminine, be more attractive to their male partners. And she had whole curriculum around all of that. And between thinking about who she was and what she used to teach to people, it really got me thinking like, you know, it would be really helpful to to do an episode on what men really want in a woman. Because two things. Number one, sometimes men aren't really sure what they want, or they have this preconceived idea of what they want, which isn't really what they want. So this, I think, for the men listening, will really help men get clear on what it is they're really looking for or should be looking for in a woman. And for the women listening, I think it's a really good opportunity to listen to this episode and self-reflect a little bit and go, am I that woman? Because I hear so many women out there saying, where are all the good men at? Right? Well... There are plenty of good men out there, but maybe it's possible that you're not attracting them because you're not the type of woman that they're, those good men are looking for. I'm not saying that it's definitely the case because some of you, I'm sure, are already yelling at the, at the device you're listening to this on going, yes, I am, I'm this, I'm that, I've got the you know, <laughs> but... Just listen to the things that I'm going to put out there that men and women are, sorry, that men are looking for in women and see how many of them you possess and see how many of them you resonate with. Because some of them you might go, I didn't really realize that that's what a man was looking for. And you might say, okay, great. Well, I've got that. And you might say, well, I don't, but I could. I just never realized that that's what men were looking for. So I think there's value here for both men and women and getting really clear on what it is they are looking for with their partners. So it's going to be a loaded show. I got lots to say on this subject. So before we get started, how about a word from our sponsor, Do you want to join the secret club of men who are great in bed? Then check out Power and Mastery. It is the most complete sexual mastery training for men. Whether you want to have harder erections, last longer, or increase your sexual skills, there is something for you at powerandmastery.com. As you know, of course, this is our online men's sexual mastery course. If you like the types of things that we have shared throughout the years we have done this podcast, we have put together all of that information into a men's sexual mastery course to help men be the best version of themselves, show up the best uh, for their women in life, in the bedroom, give their women tons of orgasms, have constant erections that last as long as they want, uh, control their ejaculation, all of that packed into that course. Go check it out, powerandmastery.com. Okay. Okay. Before we start talking about what it is that men want in women there are a few things that we need to talk about about what they don't want these are things that I would consider deal breakers and that most men I think would also consider deal breakers and by the way let me let me preface the everything else that I say in this show by saying I tried to create a list of things that were relatively, uh, I don't want to say generic because they're not generic, but like true for most men, right? Because I could write a list of stuff that is really specific to me because we're all going to have our own different likes and tastes. But I tried to only put things on the list that are true for the majority of men. So that goes for what they don't want as well as what they do want. All right, so what don't men want in a woman? Number one, a masculine woman. Now, a lot of men don't necessarily realize that they don't want this. In fact, I know quite a few men who are attracted to masculine women because You know, they want a partner who's going to go out and shoot guns with them and go rock climbing with them and go mountain biking with them and do a lot of those masculine activities. And so they are attracted to women. And of course, this isn't always true, but sometimes masculine women, you know, they're really into weight training or, you know, being really fit. And so they have really attractive bodies. And so a lot of times men are like, yeah, man, she's hot. She's got this great body and she's like you know, kick-ass mountain biker, or rock climber, or martial artist, or whatever it is, and so that's attractive to them. What they fail to realize, however, is that, and this is not always the case, by the way, I have known plenty of feminine women who can do those things, but in a lot of cases, you will see that the reason why women are into those things is because they tend to be very masculine, and we have talked a lot on this show about the problems with overly masculine women and the problems with overly feminine men as well. If you are a masculine man and you have a, you're have in a relationship with a masculine woman, you're going to lack polarity and you're probably going to be butting heads and competing a lot. And we'll talk about competing in just a moment. So a lot of times men don't realize that what they, what they don't want is actually a masculine woman. And in our society today, our society is putting a lot of pressure on women to be more masculine and men to be more feminine. And that is literally just destroying relationships, destroying polarity. And I know polarity is a loaded word. Lots of teachers out there teaching stuff about polarity, and it's triggering people left and right, and it's creating a backlash against the whole idea of polarity. But polarity is Real, it is true, it is something that exists whether we want to admit it or not. It is a fact of the human condition, right? And if we're human and we're born into a masculine body or feminine body and we identify with masculine energy or feminine energy, then polarity is a thing. And anybody who says otherwise is either ignorant or lying to you. So Men do not want a masculine woman because a masculine woman is going to really uh, wreck the polarity in the relationship and will often lead to the next four things that I'm going to talk about. Now, masculine women are not the only ones who do these four things. Uh, Lots of women do them, but uh, we're going to take them one at a time. They are actually what Celine used to teach. Uh, And she called the four C's. These are the four C's that women should absolutely never do. Ever. Okay, here we go. Number one. So remember, this is a list of the things that a man doesn't want. A woman who complains all the time. Complains, oh, you didn't take the trash out. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. Or you didn't do this right. Or you didn't do this well enough. Or this, that, and the other thing, right? Right. Nobody wants somebody to complain about them all the time or even complain to them all the time. But it's mostly about complaining about them, about all the things they didn't do right or could have done better. Nobody wants a woman who complains all the time. You know, Celine really learned that one the hard way. Not that she was a big complainer, but in a relationship previous to ours, Um, she had a tendency like most women, honestly, to complain a lot more with her previous partner. And one day he just said, look, I'm not going to stand for that. I will not allow that behavior. And, you know, to Celine's, uh, you know, to, to compliment her for who she was, you know, she had an amazing ability to, take in feedback, assess whether or not it was really true and valid, and if so, change. And she changed. And I I can honestly tell you, she almost never complained about anything. In fact, she would spin it around and instead of complaining, like I'm just going to make up an example, but instead of saying, hey, uh, you know, you didn't take out the trash or something like that, she would spin it around and say, you know, I, I really love it when you know the the trash in the kitchen or the bathroom is is always like i just look at it and it's already done you know so she would spin things around and say it in the positive rather than the negative okay next thing a man doesn't want someone who criticizes right and this is this is similar but different from complaining so constantly criticizing the way that he does things. Well, you didn't clean this quite the right way, and you didn't use the right spot, you didn't do this, like the constant criticizing. Whoo! Nothing will kill the love and the horniness in a relationship faster than criticism. So again, you know, if you need to get a point across about something, find a way to phrase it in the positive. All right. Next C, someone who competes. Yeah, this is a big one. We should never be competing with each other in our relationship. You know, competing to, I don't know, make more money or, or I don't know. There's a million ways that, that people tend to compete in relationships. Relationships are not a competition. Relationships are a team sport, I like to say, right? The team doesn't compete against each other the other members of the team, the team competes against other teams, right? So in your relationship, you should not be competing with each other. You should be working together as a team. Next one, someone who controls. Oh, no, man, like, no. man, there's, there's not much worse than a woman who wants to try to control every aspect of your life, your relationship, you know, and who you are as a man. Whoa, massive, massive turnoff. All right, so uh, those last four that I talked about—complain, criticize, compete, and control—those are the deadly four C's, as Celine would call them. Uh, that women often do, and that men absolutely do not want. They are really, really detrimental to any relationship. Uh, so I got two more things on the list that um, men do not want in a women. One is a woman who expects everything to be equal., uh, right now I hear I hear heads exploding. What? What do you mean? Of course everything's supposed to be equal. You hear this a lot on the left, the, the, the discussion about equity and equality and all that, and honestly, they, get the, they, get, they use the words incorrectly, and they're, they're trying to champion for the wrong thing. I don't want to go into the geopolitical side of it, but what I'll say about it in regards to relationships is that things aren't ever going to be equal, and they're not supposed to be equal. But I like to use the word equitable. So what does that mean exactly? Well, okay, how about cleaning the house? Now, in most traditional male-female relationships, the woman does a much larger share of the cleaning of the house than the man does. I mean, that, that's just the way it is. And so there's this temptation to say, well, you know, I vacuumed the floor this week, you have to vacuum it next week, and I'd clean this, so then you have to do it next. That is actually not what we want in a relationship. But we don't want it to be so uneven that, you know, one person or the other is doing everything while the other one is being a fat, lazy ass sitting on the couch. But what you do is you divide up the things in the relationship and you each do the things that you are best at and that you enjoy doing the most. And as long as you're putting in an equal effort into the relationship and maintaining the home and raising the kids and all of that, it doesn't have to be equal in a sense that we did, I did half of this and you did half of that. No, you might do all of this, but then he does all of that. And at the end, you're put, we're both putting in equal effort, right? So we're not looking for a woman who wants everything to be always equal. Well, I cooked the meal this is, so you got to cook the next one, and I did this, and you did it. no, We want equal effort. You're both putting in the time and energy, but you're doing the things that you're best at and that you enjoy doing the most. So I always took care of anything to do with the outside of the house, whether it was fixing the outside of the house or taking care of, you know, the landscaping. Even though we had landscapers, there's still a fair amount that you have to do on your own, as you probably know. Um, Taking care of the cars, mechanical things, stuff like that. Could she do those? Yes. Did she like doing those? No, not at all. But I did. I enjoyed that. And that's where my skills were better utilized, right? Rather than, you know, I'm not the greatest laundry doer. And, and while I'm a good cook, I was not nearly as good as she was. She was a master in the kitchen, right? So we divide the things up and do the things that we're best at and where our skills Uh, are utilized the best and and the things that we enjoy doing the most. So we're not looking for somebody that wants everything to be equal. And the last one, a woman who is emotionally immature. Man, I don't care how hot a woman is. If she is emotionally immature, it is such a turnoff. I mean, a major turnoff. If she does not know how to handle her emotions, we might be okay fucking her a few times, but eventually we will get tired of that real fast, real fast. Okay, so that's my list of what he doesn't want. Now, sometimes when you're making lists of things, you know, that are on one side or the other, you know, like you do a list of of what he doesn't want and then the list of what he does want is just the reverse of everything that was in the list he doesn't want. That's not true in this case. I picked a few specific things that I thought were really important to highlight as men not wanting, and the list of things that uh, men do want is uh, significantly longer and rather different than that list. So, So don't think you can just, oh, okay, I get it, just flip all that around and I know the other side. No, you don't. And I also kind of broke it down into the must-haves and the bonuses. So keep in mind, this list could be, in my opinion, a lot longer, but I just tried to pick some really big, important things that I uh, see a lot, things that I personally would want and things that I see other men, you know, when I'm coaching men, like what what are they looking for? What are they telling me they want when they're trying to find their mate? Or what are they telling me they want their actual partner to do? Because a lot of times men want these things and it, they're not necessarily dating, right? They have a partner, but they're just like, why, why won't she do this? Like, I just, I wish she would do that, right? So that's where a lot of this stuff comes from. Again, I could make a much longer list, but uh, I think this will be this will be a pretty good start. Okay, so must-haves. Number one, she needs to be physically attractive to him. Now, notice I said physically attractive, and I didn't say she needs to be a model, she needs to have a certain color hair, or a certain weight, or anything like that. No, because that type of stuff is specific to the individual. All I said is that she needs to be physically attractive to him. Now, Do men sometimes be in relationships with someone they love that they're not particularly physically attracted to? Yes, but that's usually because the person becomes less physically attractive over time. But, you know, if you're talking to a guy and you're saying, hey, you're looking for, you know, the one or your next girlfriend or even your next, you know, fling to have fun with, they're always going to say, well, yeah, of course, we want her to be physically attractive. So that takes me to uh, the next one which is uh, men it's a must-have that a woman takes care of herself and that means in all ways really it doesn't necessarily mean she's got to dress a certain way and put on a bunch of makeup but she takes care of herself she eats well she doesn't abuse drugs, alcohol, tobacco, you know she exercises uh, you know all that kind of stuff she takes, her time to do the things that she needs to do for her own well-being, right? So, especially if she's a mom, right? She's working real hard, but she makes sure to have a day here and there where she gets to just give herself spa treatments or go to the spa or whatever it is, that she takes the time to take good care of herself. Uh, I think that is absolutely a must-have in a woman, Next is, she's feminine. All right, so this one is the reverse of the first one on the list of things that men don't want. But the reality is, is that the overwhelming majority of men want a woman who is feminine. And they won't actually say it that way when you're asking them, you're giving them guidance and coaching. They don't say, well, I just want her to be more feminine. What they'll do is they'll say, well, I wish she would be like this. And then they give you a bunch of other words that all describe a feminine woman. So the reality is, is most men really do want a feminine woman. And they don't always necessarily know why. They just know that when they're with a feminine woman, it just seems to work better. They feel better. The relationship is smoother, right? So most men are indeed looking for a feminine woman. And, uh, well, okay, this next one is actually the reverse of the other one, of the other list too, but is emotionally mature, or as we like to say, has a high EQ, or uh, as we talked about in the episode um, on emotional intelligence, has a high um, emotional intelligence. So, this to me, I mean, this is an absolute 100% 100% deal breaker. If a woman cannot show up as a emotionally mature, high EQ, high emotional intelligence individual, there, there is no point in even showing up for the first date. <laughs> and I mean, obviously, I personally would never get into a relationship with somebody who uh, wasn't like that. And believe me, I've learned that the hard way. Because let me tell you, I have had some partners that were not emotionally mature and did not have high EQ. And, you know, a couple of times I was super disappointed by it because, you know, in in one relationship in particular, the one I had before Celine, when I first was getting to know that person, she showed up as being very emotionally mature. There were a couple of situations uh, that were slightly challenging in the beginning where she really like, she came through and I went, wow. Wow. This is amazing. She handled that so well. So I got hooked in because I was like, all right, this woman knows how to handle herself and and behave as a mature, loving adult. Unfortunately, that didn't last. Uh, and, and that was one of the main, in fact, that really was the main reason for completely ending <laughs> that relationship, although it went on much longer than it should. But I say that to say that, you know, because I learned that the hard way, I would absolutely not accept anything less than that. So anybody uh, that is not emotionally mature and doesn't have a high EQ, nope. Nope. And not just for me. I mean, when you talk to men and when you talk to as many of them as I do... Again, they don't use the same words necessarily that I'm using here. Like they, they, they're not going to say, man, I just wish she had a higher EQ. I wish she was more emotionally intelligent. That's not the words that they would say normally, unless they're pretty developed themselves. But they'll say things like, God, I wish she just wasn't so, you know, overly emotional. I wish she didn't fly over off the handle. And I wish she wasn't so jealous. Like we're watching a movie and I saw this pretty woman and I commented on her dress, you know, like whatever. Those are all signs of uh, the emotional maturity. And so that is one of the main things that men are looking for, even though they may not necessarily use those words. And related to that is the next one on the list, which is hormonally stable. So we've done multiple episodes on this show about hormones. We've had a couple doctors on the show. Uh, We recently did another uh, episode with um, Alicia Deva where we talked about hormones. And they are critically important. And unfortunately, in our society today, there are so many hormone disruptors in our environment Uh, in our food supply, in our water supply that make it really difficult for women whose hormones are already fluctuating just based on the fact that they are women and they have a cycle and those hormones need to change to trigger that cycle to actually happen. So remember guys that hormonal fluctuations in women are totally normal and they're part of the reproductive process to a point right? And when they get too far out of balance, it's a problem. And so, yeah, we definitely have to have a woman who is hormonally stable. The good news is, though, that with the technology we have available today, you can easily have that tested. You can figure out if your hormones are where they're supposed to be, and you can easily correct them if they're not. Nobody has to be in a relationship with somebody currently who's hormonally unstable and nobody has to get into one. First of all, if you're getting into one and you realize that, you should just not get into it. Just go, go look somewhere else. Unless they tell you they're 100% committed to fixing it right off the bat, um, which if they were, they probably would have done it already. Um, but if you're in a relationship and things have shifted over the years, because they often do. There's no reason why you have to deal with that, and there's no reason why that has to be a deal breaker in your relationship in a sense that it causes the end of the relationship because it can easily be fixed. Next on the list. ooh, yeah, this is a good one. Loves sex and is good in bed. Okay, I don't know a single guy out there that would say he doesn't want a woman who loves sex and is good in bed. Now, okay, I know I don't know any. I'm sure there are a couple of guys who have no sex drive at all and sex is not a high priority for them and they don't care if a woman loves sex or is good in bed. You are absolutely the outliers. Trust me, you are the outliers. The overwhelming majority of men want a woman who loves sex and is good in bed. How do I know that? Because what's one of the most... Biggest things that men come to me for when they're when they're seeking sex coaching. Okay, yeah, they want to be able, maybe they're having trouble with erections. Yeah, they want to be able to last longer and they want to be able to please their wife, but a lot of it is how do I fix my sex life? She doesn't want to have sex anymore. Now, of course, you know, there's many reasons for that, many of which are on his end of, of the uh the couple as well. But in general, what that signifies is that men want a woman who loves sex and is good at it. I mean, who wouldn't? I mean, honestly, women want that too. They want a partner who loves sex and is good at it. But the thing is, is you know, in general, men just love sex, so women never say that because almost every man that they ever encounter loves sex. What they do say though is they want him to be good in bed and that's where women have their number one complaint because so many men are not good in bed and so many women are unfortunately going unsatisfied. All right, <laughs> this next one on the list, I'm admitting, okay, this this one might be a little bit more me, but again, I talk to a lot of men and it's pretty hard to find a man who doesn't like this, but but men love a woman who loves to give blowjobs. It's just true. It's a fact. All right, women, if you're listening and you're like, oh, that's stupid, or why? Oh, you know, whatever reaction you're having to it, it's just a fact of life. We love a woman who loves to give blowjobs. Not just a woman who will give blowjobs. In fact, if a woman is giving me a blowjob, but she's not particularly happy about it, and she's just doing it because she knows I want it, it's actually not even fun for me. Don't even bother. You might as well just stop. Let's go do something else. But when a woman truly loves to give blowjobs, it is so much fun. Because as men, we love receiving them. Not only do they feel great, but for me, I know it was a huge stress reliever. In fact, Celine would often say like, you're too stressed, pull down your pants, I'm going to give you a blowjob. Like she would do that pretty frequently because she knew what a major stress reliever that was. And for her, because she loved to give blowjobs, it was fun for her too. So she never had a problem with it. And it really is a great, simple way to just connect both physically and also emotionally. Now, we did a YouTube video uh, on how to get more blowjobs. I I think that's the title roughly. I don't remember off the top of my head. And in that video, we talked about how, obviously, how you can get more blowjobs, but but there's like a key part in how that works. So the thing about getting a lot of blowjobs is there there can't be an expectation from the guy that she has to make you ejaculate every time. And that's the thing is if you want a woman to just go down on you whenever she's inspired or in the mood, she can't feel obligated that she's going to have to do this for X amount of time. She's going to have to make you come. She's going to have to swallow your cum or any of that kind of stuff because when she has that sort of expectation... She like, she might not be in the mood to do it for, you know, that long. She might not be in the mood to, you know, have your cum in her mouth because she just doesn't want it in that moment, right? And so if she knows that's what you're going to expect her to do, then she's simply gonna not do it when she, even though she feels like she kind of wants to because she doesn't want to do that last bit. So go listen to that video. There's a whole bunch more advice in there, but Um, that, that, that's really the key to that. So if you find a woman, well, you should find a woman (laughs) who loves to give blowjobs, And one of the ways that you can inspire that is by not creating a bunch of expectations about how that has to look. Okay. Next on the list is intelligence. You know, I don't, I don't really know any guys like, I don't really know any guys that want a dumb woman. I know men who have different ideas for what level of intelligence they would like. I personally require a pretty high degree of intelligence because I am an intelligent person myself, and I like to have intellectual conversations, and I like somebody that can follow along with what I'm saying, and we can have really deep discussions and and have back and forth, and she can contribute to that, and we can bounce ideas off each other. So to me, that is really important. Uh, I will say, though, that, you know, when a woman is really, really hot, but she's dumb as a box of rocks, it is such a turnoff. It is, <laughs> really is a turnoff because, you, you know, you're not going to get much past the looks and the looks aren't going to last forever. And eventually, you know, you're, you're going to want more. So uh, I think a must-have is that a woman should be intelligent. Now, there's lots of different ways to measure intelligence. Intelligence doesn't mean she has to have a PhD. Uh, In fact, she doesn't have to have a degree at all in my personal opinion, all degrees really mean, is that you paid a lot of money, you put in the time, and you did the work required of you, and you regurgitated all of the stuff that you were supposed to regurgitate. It doesn't say that you have common sense. It doesn't say that you have critical thinking abilities. And boy, can we see that throughout our society today. Lots of people with very expensive degrees and no ability to think critically about anything that's happening in the world. So... Um, There's lots of different ways to measure intelligence. It doesn't mean she has to have a bunch of degrees, but she should be able to uh, take in information and make uh, intelligent assessments of that and come up with her own ideas and have conversations. All right, next. Is capable of taking care of herself, but loves it when you take care of her. So as men in general... We love to take care of our women. We do. We like to be the provider. We like to take care of them. But we don't want it to feel like a burden. We don't want it to feel like we have to be the dad or or the the caretaker, really. Um, so we don't want a woman who's incapable of taking care of herself. But we also don't want a woman that doesn't allow us to take care of her. It's like, no, 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 no. I am... A strong, capable woman, and I can take care of myself, and I don't need your help because you're a man. Like, no, we don't want any part of that. So, we want a woman that we know can take care of herself and has demonstrated that, and that also will allow herself to sit back in her feminine and allow us to take care of her. I find that to be incredibly sexy. And again talking with a lot of men and they don't use those words but yeah they, they 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 get it on a on at least a subtle level that that's what they are really looking for. Next on the list truly enjoys the feminine arts. What does that mean feminine arts? Well, it can mean a lot of different things. One of the things I mean there's and you'll Trust me, you will hear me talking about this probably until the day I die as far as the things that I loved about Celine. But one of the things that I loved about her was that she truly loved being a woman and all that came with being a woman. Even her cycle, her period, where so many women are like, oh, I hate bleeding. Why do I have to do this? This is the one thing I don't like about being a woman. Celine loved it and she cherished that time. But she also cherished all of the other things that it meant to be feminine. And the female is the caretaker. They are the nurturers, right, of the family, of the children, of their man. And she just truly loved being in her femininity and doing the types of things that feminine women would do. Whether that was, you know, doing the laundry. I mean, how many people do you know today that actually enjoy doing laundry, and she did. She's like, I love doing your laundry for you. She's like, I love getting stains out of your clothes for you and making your clothes look really nice, and then then when you put them on, you look really sexy. Like, she just loved that kind of stuff, and if if men are really honest, they also would love a woman who enjoys doing that stuff. I mean, yeah, it doesn't mean you always love it. It doesn't mean every time you put a load of laundry in, you're like, this is the greatest thing ever. Some days, you're like, fuck, I got so much to do, like just one more fucking load of laundry, right? But overall, in general, she liked doing things that we would traditionally consider uh, feminine roles. Um, And that's great. As a man, that's, that's really what we're seeking. Women who enjoy doing those things. They're not just doing them because they have to and they're pissed off about it. All right, uh, let me take a short break before I finish up that list. Uh, I got, got a lot more to cover and I'm already halfway through the show. So let me do the next sponsor. Hey guys, do you know what makes a man great? You know the kind of masculine man that women are irresistibly attracted to and want. Is it money, job title? His physical body, being great in bed, a big penis, great pickup lines, or maybe something else. But what if you don't have those or only some of them? What if you've had a string of failed relationships, are embarrassed by your bedroom skills, doubt whether you can rise to the occasion, worry about lasting long enough, or are always stuck in the friend zone? I can help you. If you are ready to make big changes and finally become the man you have always wanted to be, then this is the program for you. To find out more, please go to celineremycom forward slash go forward slash warrior. Link is in the description. That is celineremycom forward slash go forward slash warrior. This is my coaching program for men. I love doing these podcasts. They are fantastic. And what keeps the whole show going is people hiring me as a coach. I love working with men. I love working with couples. I'm even expanding into coaching women on how, you know, so they can get the men's perspective on how, you know, to fix their relationship. So this is specifically for my program working with men, helping them with having harder, longer, stronger erections, helping them last longer, teaching them all of the advanced sexual bedroom skills that they should know, helping them with their relationship, teaching them about women, women's physical anatomy, how to please their women, how to show up as the best man they can. It's anything and everything related to that, and so that is... SeleneRemy.com forward slash go forward slash warrior link is in the description. All right, let's get back to the list here. Next on the list is supports his dreams and goals. Remember I said earlier in the show that you are supposed to be working together as a team. And that really is true. You're not supposed to be competing against each other. You're supposed to be working together as a team. And part of that is supporting each other's dreams and goals. When a man is truly on his mission, when he is passionate about doing something or creating something in the world, we need our women to support us in that. Even if it means some sacrifices, even if it occasionally means maybe a little time away from the family, maybe a little extra money that, you know, could be used elsewhere. Um, We really need a woman who can see our vision and can support it. That is an absolute must in a relationship. Next, uh, works collaboratively to create a future together. Yeah, this is definitely something that is a must-have, with a woman. She needs to want to sit down and say, okay, we've committed to each other and let's vision for our future. And what can the both of us do to achieve these goals that we've set? So that one is really important, really big. Um, You know, as men, yeah, we often do feel like, well, we we can do it ourselves. We'll make it happen. But There's nothing more beautiful than the synergy that happens in a relationship when two people share the same goals and work collaboratively to create them together. All right, next is dedicated to him and only him. Now, this is something a lot of guys don't necessarily... I mean, if you're traditionally monogamous, you do. But these days, those sort of relationship boundaries are getting a bit more fluid Yes, I use that term on purpose because they're constantly pushing. Everything is fluid. Everything is fluid. No, not everything is fluid. Some things are fluid and some things are not. <laughs> but uh, in any case, uh, we're, we really do want a woman who is dedicated to us who is like, I am all in. Just like when we did the show about how to be the man that she wants. One of the things she wants is him to be 100% committed and all in. Well, we want the same thing. We want to know that she is our queen and she is not going to leave this kingdom um, because she is dedicated to being the queen of the kingdom. Ah, this is a fun one. Seduces him on a regular basis. This is somewhat part of what we always talk about with the constant state of arousal, right? We do want a woman who, yeah, seduces us. And what, is that, what do I mean by that? It means that she's not always walking around in dirty sweats with her hair a mess, right? That she'll actually put on some nice clothes or maybe she'll walk around in her underwear and tease us a little bit, you know? Selene used to do that all the time. She would intentionally put on the sexiest thing that she had and then just go prance around the house. And just tease me. And it's great. I loved it. I absolutely loved watching her do that. And of course, that created a lot of desire in me, so that I was constantly chasing her around the house. And she loved to to make that little game, right? She wanted me to chase her. That is another thing that women want, by the way. They want you as the man to chase them. Um, and they want to play a little hard to get, eventually, but eventually they do want to be caught. All right, next. Oh, this is a good one. Can rock some outdoor gear in the day and a sexy dress at night. We absolutely love that. We love a woman who you're doing a home project and she can throw on the old t-shirt and you know get out the paint and paint the room you know, in some creative way that only she can do. Uh, and at the same time, she can clean up, do her hair, put on a sexy dress and look absolutely stunning in the evening. We love a woman who can do it all. Absolutely. Uh, Next, gives you the space to pursue your hobbies and interests. And I should also add dreams and goals in that, right? So sometimes it takes space to do those types of things. And a woman who's always being controlling, remember we talked about one of the things we don't want. We don't want a woman who's trying to control us all the time and tell us what we can and can't do. No, no, we want a woman that gives us the space to pursue our interests and hobbies. Next, does not get jealous if you notice a beautiful woman because she is secure and also sees that woman's beauty. So we definitely need a woman who is secure and is not jealous. And yet another thing that was amazing about Celine is I felt 100% free to come. And if I saw a beautiful woman, I could totally, you know, turn to Celine and say, wow, did you see her ass? That thing was amazing. And she would totally go, yeah, I saw it before you did. It was awesome. <laughs> so, and she never got jealous about that because she knew that she was totally safe and secure in the relationship. And she knew that I thought she was absolutely gorgeous and was super attracted to her. So she never got jealous about that. And we, as men, look, even though we're 100% dedicated to you, even though we think that you are the sexiest thing on planet earth, it doesn't mean that we're not going to notice other women. Like that's just going to happen. That's, that's just part of being human. Unfortunately, most men feel they have to stuff that down and suppress it because, oh, I can't, I can't notice another woman or she's going to get mad or she's going to get jealous or she's going to you know, give me the cold treatment for the whole day. Nope, nope, we don't want any of that. We want a woman where we can both appreciate the beauty that's around us in the world, whether it's male, female, you know, nature, whatever. I need to be able to say, wow, did you see that tree was amazing? And at the same time also go, man, did you see her boobs? They were like perfect. So yeah, we definitely want that in a woman. Ooh, this is a good one too. A woman who understands her own body. This is really important. One of the things that Celine spent a lot of time doing coaching with women was literally teaching women about their own bodies. I have always been shocked and amazed at how many women don't even know their own anatomy. It's shocking to me. Like as men, we know every bit about our penises forwards, backwards, upside down, you know, you name it. We have looked at it, touched it, whatever every which way you can think of. And so many women haven't. I talked about this. I was on a podcast uh, with, uh, what was her name? Dr. Mo Ali, I believe. Uh, And we talked about pussy worshiping. And this was a big part of that. It's like how many women um, don't actually know their own body or their own pussies very well. So as a man, we want a woman who really knows her body who knows every bit of it and understands how it works because the better she knows how it works, the better she's going to be able to use it, not just for our sake, but for her sake as well, right? We want our women to have orgasms. We want them to have orgasms all over the place. We love it when women orgasm, right? So if she doesn't really understand her body and how it works, she might not know how to get to her own orgasm. She might not know what's in the way of her orgasm, right? So we want a woman who really understands her body. And I'm not even just talking about just her pussy, right? The whole rest of her physical body too. Next, uh, is generally happy uh, with a pleasant disposition. Yeah, we want a woman who's happy. I coach a a fair number of men whose wives are kind of like, and granted, I'm hearing it from their perspective because I don't always get to work with the woman, but the way they describe these women is they are some grumpy bitches. I mean, they really are some grumpy-ass bitches. And who wants to be in a relationship with a grumpy-ass bitch? Nobody. Absolutely nobody. So, you know, I mean, life is going to throw, you know, challenges at you. It doesn't mean you're going to be happy all of the time and bubbly and giggly. Um, But in general, yeah, a woman who is generally happy and pleasant to be around. And uh, last one on the list uh, would be or is a great mother to your children. So if children uh, is part of your path in this lifetime, you definitely want a woman who's a great mom, not a woman who's struggling to be a mom, who doesn't really like all the things she has to do to be a mom and is just getting by and is miserable because of it. Because if she's miserable trying to raise the children, most likely she's going to pass a lot of that misery along to you. So yeah, if, if children is something that you want, creating a family is is your thing, which it is for most people. Uh, I understand people like myself are the outliers, um, but if that is part of, of um, you know, what you want in life, then you definitely want a woman who wants to be a mom, enjoys being a mom. I would even kind of put that under uh, enjoys, genuinely enjoys the feminine arts, right? I mean, being a mom, raising children, it doesn't get much more feminine than that, so... <clears throat> All right, so that is my list of things that uh, are must-haves. Again, way more things you could put in the list. The list is not in any particular order. It's not you know highest to lowest. It's just a, a brainstorming list of qualities that I think, based on my own experience and coaching men, that men want in a woman. And, and there are things that I'm listing as kind of must-haves because if they're not there, you probably shouldn't be in that relationship. But I got a couple of bonuses. There are a couple of bonuses that aren't really uh, must-haves, but yeah. once I had them, I realized how much I really enjoyed them. First one is a great cook. This was never, like I actually created, before Celine and I got together, I wrote down an entire list of everything that I wanted in my partner. And this was definitely not on it. But let me tell you, After having been with her for so many years and having her be such an amazing cook, I truly appreciated that so much. And yeah, definitely something uh, that is a bonus enjoys simple housework like laundry. We talked about that before. Um, you know, the, the feminine arts thing is a must-have. I I don't need, and I most men wouldn't, wouldn't say that they have, their wife has to like housework or laundry. But if she does enjoy doing those things, like, you know, Sling genuinely enjoyed taking care of the house. She liked creating a beautiful home and a beautiful space and keeping it that way. And again, it's something I, I never thought that, I would want in a woman until I had it. And then I went, this is freaking awesome. (laughs) Uh, Has hobbies or interests of her own? Actually, you know, now that I think about it, I probably should have put that one on the must have list. Uh, It's really important that to have a healthy functioning relationship, that both parties have their own hobbies and interests and things that they pursue so that they're not in a codependent situation where like, Their whole happiness and existence relies on the other person. They should have their own as well. Uh, Earns her own money. This is a good one. Uh, I put this as the bonuses because I used to think for many years that um, in a relationship, we should both earn the money and both contribute because that was what was fair and in today's society with women having pretty much the same opportunities that we do i know some people would argue with that but the data data says that you know basically most women have the same opportunities we do i don't want to get into that debate while there are exceptions to that in general that is true but again being in relationship with Celine seeing how much she loved keeping the house and doing all of those types of things. And she had said to me, you know, numerous times that even though she loved the work that she did, you know, if we could live the lifestyle that we lived without her having to earn money, where she could just work with clients here or there when she wanted to, she would have been perfectly content just taking care of all of those other things. And the thing is, is I saw how much those things would light her up and I really wanted to give that to her. Unfortunately, we were never able to quite get there. We were getting close, but we we never quite got there. But I told her that if I could provide her for her the lifestyle that she wanted with just me working, I would have been happy to do it. So uh, earning her own money to me is a bonus. I don't need her to. Uh, I mean, obviously, if we need it to survive, which given the current economic climate in the last several decades, that has unfortunately been true for most people. Um, But if that's not the case, then yeah, her her earning her own money is just a bonus to me. (laughs) And the last one I put on here, I'm being somewhat cheeky, and yet at the same time, it, it is kind of a nice bonus is open to an occasional threesome. Let's face it, guys' number one fantasy is to have a threesome, although most of them have not thought it out well enough because they don't understand the challenges and the potential downsides of a threesome. They only, in their mind, think about all the ways in in which they fantasize that where it worked out perfectly and everybody had a gazillion orgasms and it was great and it was always two women and he satisfied both of them and they were both looked at him like a god and all that. Rarely how it actually happens, but... um, Anyway, as a bonus, it is nice if she is occasionally open to, you know, a threesome or something similar to that, just as a little fun to spice things up. <clears throat> All right, so those are my bonuses in addition to the must-haves. Again, you know, guys, I hope that helped you go, oh, yeah, you're right. You know, what? I never really thought about that 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 is actually something I would really want. So hopefully this has helped you guys get clearer on what it is that you are seeking if you're looking and what kinds of qualities you would like to help your partner develop if you're already in a relationship and some of these things are lacking. You can help them develop some of this stuff. And then, of course, for the ladies listening... Again, now you know what men are looking for. So if you're out there going, well, where are all the good men? It's like, well, they're out there, but you just might not be attracting them. So take an honest look at yourself and go, "Hmm, you know, do I meet these criteria? And if not, how can I? You know, how can I make myself the best version of myself and incorporate a lot of these things Uh, into who I am as an individual and thereby attract the type of man that you are looking for. Okay, so in the title, I also alluded to the fact that not only were I going to tell you what uh, real men were looking for in a woman, but also how to find her. So I do have a couple of tips on how to find a woman like this. Number one become the man that can attract this kind of woman. Just like I was saying to the women, I did an entire episode. It was episode 232 and it's titled, This is the type of man she wants and how to be him. So obviously this episode is kind of the reverse of that. Um, not exactly, but but similarly, go listen to that episode. Everything is an inside job. If you want a woman who really... Um, possesses all of these traits and lives them and it's part of who she is and this is just how she shows up in the world, then you have to be the type of man uh, that she would be with. So go listen to that for more on how to do that, but just know you've got to step up your game as well, guys, if you want to score a woman who's as amazing as all these things that I just mentioned. Uh, Next, be yourself. Don't have any pretense or create false personas. And I I even had uh, somebody tell me this recently when we were talking about this very subject. And he said, well, I feel like I got to like, you know, be somebody else, you know, or put on like this persona in order to attract a woman like this. Absolutely not, because that's never sustainable. It doesn't last. You won't be able to keep it up. Eventually, she will see right through it. No, your key is authenticity and being yourself. And if yourself is not the kind of guy that could attract this type of woman, then go listen to episode 232, This is the Type of Man She Wants and How to Be Him. All right, next. Try online dating, but be very specific with your criteria in your own profile. Okay, so I was having a conversation with a woman the other day, and we were talking about dating, and You know, I was basically telling her, I go, man, over the years of doing this work, I have heard so many horror stories about online dating. I was like, I don't want to go anywhere near that. And she said, yeah, I hear you. And she said, and she said that it has been amazing for her because it has broadened the field. She has been able to meet so many amazing people that she never would have come in contact to in regular life if it weren't for the broader net of the online dating. I said, okay, you have a valid point. I see that, but I think to really uh, get the best out of that, you have to be extremely specific. You, Even though it seems like you're going to be really limiting the pool, you just got to put it all out there on the line in your profile, all of the, the must-haves and the deal breakers and all of that kind of stuff. You got to get it all out there. Otherwise, you're going to waste a ton of time with people who are not right for you. Next, go out and do things that you enjoy doing that a woman like this would be at. This is always my number one sort of like, how do I find the one thing? It's like, well, go do the things that you love and enjoy and that light you up and that uh, you know the type of woman you want to be with would also be doing uh, because that's where you're likely to meet somebody that has similar interests right, and is more aligned with you. Uh, next is don't compromise. If you see the red flags right from the start, if you go, well, she's got like, you know, 80% of the stuff on my list, but there's a couple of really key things that aren't there. Well, maybe I can make it work. Maybe she'll change. Maybe, uh, no, just don't compromise. I know it's tough, especially like if they, if they really did have 80% of the stuff on your list, that's going to be a tough one to let go of. It's easy when they're only 20, 30, 40, 50%. But if they've got that close of a compatibility to you, it's going to be tough to, to turn that away, but you still need to. Uh, I learned that one the hard way, too. I, I was in a relationship with a woman who we were so compatible in so many key ways. We had so many values aligned, but there were just a couple of things that were off. And I thought, wow, but we're so compatible in so many other ways. And it just... Those, those incompatibilities, of course, reared their ugly head multiple times throughout the relationship, and eventually it didn't work. And that's generally what happens. And lastly, listen to your intuition. We do not give enough credit to our intuition. These days, everything is about science and data. Nothing wrong with science and data, that's great. And there are sometimes things that science and data can't tell us that our intuition just knows. It just intuitively knows. So listen to it. Pay attention to it. If you're really looking for an amazing woman, really listen to what your body is saying, how your physical body reacts, how your nervous system reacts. And, you know, don't overlook the things that your mind will bring in as well. Now, the mind is less reliable than your physical body, your nervous system, your intuition, but but pull all of those things together and really make good decisions. All right, that's all I got for you on this one. I hope it was helpful for both the gentlemen and the ladies out there. It is, of course, my goal to help everybody have the most amazing relationships, be as aligned as you can possibly be, have the best most amazing, mind-blowing, out-of-this-world fucking sex that you can have, and all of this stuff is a big part of achieving that. So I hope it was helpful. That's all I've got for you for this episode, and I will see you next week.